Oh yeah, that was a good movie. I'm lying, <laughs> we haven't even started. This is the beginning of the episode, Gonzo, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, welcome to Couch Crouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. Fuck on, audience. <laughs> it's me, your boy, Gonzo. So you know, you love me. I'm lovable scam. lovable scam. I'm going to say that we're already in a lot better mood than we were last uh, last episode. Yeah, Joe's here. Joe, Joe brings us up all the time, all day, it's, every day. It's also not ass late. Not yet. Well, no, I don't think it's gonna be. So, um, hey, hey, we're we're, we're here. Uh, we're gonna have a. We've decided that we're gonna try to have a, a briefer intro today because um, you don't own me. Joe's back on his sleep schedule. I, I have finally beaten my insomnia. Hey, and you know what though? Able to get to sleep. Me too. Yeah. Last night, maybe because of the melatonin. I don't know. It might be bullshit. Every time I've right taken in. melatonin to try to sleep, I have gotten up within like 45 minutes of taking it and shit everything out of my body in a violent liquid form. Well, don't, don't be doing that. <laughs> so now you I... got to keep that Hey, Joe, body. stay away from melatonin. How I, uh, about that? I, uh, I use some lavender spray and some like sleepy a... time tea and, you know... Do you suppose that's like a common reaction? I don't know. Melatonin. Maybe I'm allergic to melatonin. It gives me diarrhea. Uh, in case you're wondering, that was uh, that sound upstairs. My son is not being murdered. He's getting ready to go to bed. So uh, possible side effects of melatonin include irritability, ah. drowsiness. Well, is, is that a side effect of melatonin? Or that seems effect? like it yeah. seems like that's the primary effect of melatonin: nausea, diarrhea, yeah. and headache. Oh, melatonin don't... has been known to worsen depressive symptoms. Oh. That is not great for me. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? You, you, when you took it, you were tired, but you weren't tired enough. And you're you're on an up right now. You're on a good up lately. So At this precise moment in time. Let's, let's pretend here, that you were on an up here, when you took the melatonin. 8.42 p.m. on Wednesday, January 29th. I'm feeling that. You know what? Up. You know what? I'll take it. Yeah. I can... D- depends on how late we go, but, you know... Uh, <laughs> it could take a very violent turn At down. 12 a.m. January 30th, <laughs> I may be back down. You never know. Yeah. Isn't life grand? I'm doing great. Hi, Sarah. How are you? <laughs> I'm not calling you out. I'm empathizing. That's what I... Am I doing that? Am I, am I doing good? Should yeah. I shut up and let you talk? <laughs> Peter seems to like it. Yeah, Peter loves me. Nope. Nope, that's an angry yell. Hi-ya. No, not really. That sounded like. Well, a, great. Now that we all stopped talking to try and get <laughs> some Peter sound effects, he stopped screaming. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, no, you're fine. Um, hey, Joe, how are you? I'm I'm doing all right. Wait, know? we already asked you this question. You beat your your uh, insomnia. I, I, <laughs> Almost said I beat, beat your depression. I, you know, <laughs> I uh, I. Am I, I'm I'm on the winning side of a battle with anxiety over the last few days. All right, really quick, we're gonna hear we're gonna hear a bang. So wait for the bang. That's the most gentle that Jim has ever interacted with the recording equipment, and it's still gonna sound like. You know what though? Last week, he smacked the shit out, out of that table. It happens. Yeah, I called him out on it too. It was pretty funny. Um, um, well, if you call him out, he can't cut it. That's true. That's... Um, I hey, think, Jim. I think it actually it might have gotten cut out. Hey, Jim, how are you doing today? Oh, who, me? Yeah, we don't ask you this. No, you don't. Um, I do every once, like, every 
15 episodes. Yeah. I'm fine. Um, I, I, had a, I had an insomnia issue last night. And uh, I ha- it affected my day. Um, that's okay, though. Um, I went to go pick up my son. And on the way... Turns out he picked up a loaf of bread. Well, on the way to pick him up. I Do you was... mean like pick him up from a house or physically lift? I'm sorry, pick him up from my mother-in-law's uh, house. You went to gather him, well, not, yes. not loft him. No, I, I went to go um, I went to go take possession of my child. Acquire the boy. I, I, I went to uh, achieve custody of, of, of the being. Well, we don't like to say that about children because uh, yeah. that one's more of a divorce thing. Sure. Um, what? On what the people? way... I hadn't caffeinated yet, and I almost fucking bought it on the road because mm. I I was I was so yeah. under I was so badly rested that I was just the end of the end of a long day at work. It was mm. a hard day at work. Good, you know, good. I have no problem working, but um, but yeah. So I almost fucking uh, we were almost you guys were almost a host down. It was pretty bad. Um, we're glad you didn't die. Yeah. That would have been very sad, but at the same time. We would have had another good anime episode. <laughs> You're an asshole. Yeah. But you yeah, know, this is the moon I'm in, I guess. One white monster later, and I was all better, so. Live from our co-host's funeral, it's the next anime episode. <laughs> Let's talk about a top ten anime funerals. If you're going to do more than the loss of our good friend and co-host. If you're going to, listen, if you're going to podcast at my funeral, I expect the recorder to be sitting on my, on my open casket. Oh, yeah. Just sitting there. You, oh, yeah. It's like, I'll thunk it a yeah, couple it's, times. It's, it's like, hey, it's memory. Joe. Hi, it's Gonzo. <laughs> like Gonzo, like moving my that's, mouch. That's the video episode. Yeah, well, welcome yeah. to Couch Crouches. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. Boy, Jim's being real quiet today. How you doing in that pine box? Pine? No, nah, that's too cheap. You, you can get a good casket. I'm not gonna need one. I, I, I right. We're, we talked about this last week. We're gonna take your skull. We're gonna take your ashes. Yes. We're gonna make them into diamonds. Put them in the eye sockets of the skull, and then and I go, he's gonna be on a mantelpiece. I'm gonna. I, I want to be a demi lich. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's the plan, Joe. And hey, we have a friend now who's a taxidermist, so she could probably strip it and clean That's it. That's true. Clean the skull up pretty that well. That's true. We're talking about Francis. Francis. Oh. All right. Hey, Joe. What do you want to have happen to you when you die? Uh, that's a great this is question. A great segment. <laughs> a, this is a great segment. I, so, Gonzo, have solely decided so, that we are on now. So you are literally listening to three <laughs> manic, depressive men. I, uh, I'm kind of a weird, kind of punchy upswing during right my, now. During my insomnia phase, I watched a lot of BuzzFeed Unsolved, and mostly their true crime episodes, and I read about, or I, I watched an episode that was about somebody who... They wanted to be sure that they could get forensic evidence from them later, so they put them in a uh, coffin that didn't, uh, like... Seal? Yeah, like disintegrate into oh, the yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that they could then dig them up and, and do that. So if I'm murdered, feel free to do that. Okay. But otherwise, just, you know, full-on Big Lebowski, put my ashes in a coffee can, and dump me in my friends' faces. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, for but you. I did. I did say that at my funeral, I want all of my best friends, as if they have testicles, to dip their balls in my ashes. I remember this. <laughs> I was as present for this conversation. I remember. I was not there for it, but I was there for the aftermath. <laughs> I was told this. Was this 
This feels like it was a Cirillo Green Room conversation. I think it was. That it has a very distinct <laughs> feeling of Cirillo Green Room. Yeah, it's right, it right before you guys went out there for Harambe. <laughs> I do. I remember saying the phrase, just dip your balls in my ashes. I want to do my balls you, in you it. You specifically saying that you would be the first one in line. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that sentiment. Joe, that's right. I, I would hate to lose you, but I would be honored to dip <laughs> my nuts <laughs> in your, your ashes. ashes. I think um, Andy Colburn was there. He might have been. Might oh, have been. oh, then it was before Harambe. Then it might have been Godspell times. Nah, it was later than Godspell, so it wouldn't have been him because he moved after. Andy Godspell, did one right? show. But he was still around. He was, he was around all the around, time, but, but he wasn't. When did he move? I think he moved. He moved to California. Andy Colburn, who I know definitely doesn't listen to this, after Adams, because he was trying to. He yeah, was, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Yes, he was. With Jen Hepner. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forget if he did or not. I don't know if he did. And then he went to uh, California and met his hot girlfriend. And... No, 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 no. He no, was he... with his hot girlfriend. That was, that, that, was, that was the problem was he was with his hot girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The okay. goddess Shannon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty cool. So, yeah, I liked her. That's she, why I want to say was... on the record, he did not do it. He, she was she was very chill. I liked her a lot. Yeah. I'm talking about Shannon. I yeah. don't remember any personal feelings one way or the other about Jen Hefner. Jen Hefner's a good she's, kid. She's a sweet I, kid. I imagine that she would be. She's a sweet kid. Um, Wait, no. She liked her hair being played with. I remember. Yeah. Okay. I do remember this person. Yeah, Jen's pretty cool. She's but Shannon. Sarah. Who? Who? Sarah's, Sarah's one of the high schoolers now. He's, uh, you remember the trumpet you player get, Jasmine? You gonna shit talk uh, yeah. your your kids on our podcast? Yeah, absolutely. I'll fucking shit talk these kids. So wait, uh, is, is Sarah Sarah, Sarah Jasmine's, is Jasmine's little sister. little sister? Yeah, who I looks just Jasmine. like her. looks exactly like her. Yeah, I like Jasmine. The evil Jasmine doppelganger. Was good. The evil doppelganger. Yeah, yeah. I like Jasmine. She was good people. Sarah's Sarah's a monster. She's bad. People. Is Sarah a monster? I mean, she's a she's a fine child, but like she's a monster. Oh, you're going to have to lay that hot social work down on me. One of my favorite things to do is to insult Jasmine. She takes it so well, and yeah. her family loves she it does. when I do it. No, like, I'll, I'll, like, I'll do it, and, like, her, her family will be right there, and they'll, like, chuckle. Oh, that Jim, he's such a scam. Like, Jasmine was good people. She's yeah. good. She's a good kid. Um... And this is our intro, people. Like, I, I, are we foregoing the news today? I got I, no. But up, but up. Wait, I did have something. I, uh, oh I my looked, god. Wait, wait. Do you and I not have news? And Gonzo has. News? I looked. I looked for some uh-huh. random fast food news, and all of it was coming out of Japan. So you know what I almost did today, and maybe I'll do it next week. So they have the new Mountain Dew Zero. Yeah. And so I went to the. I went to the to buy my white monster today. Mm-hmm. Bought two because it was two for four dollars. Today, they have, today was a very two monster day. They I also have, had two monsters today. Well, I actually only had one. I have the other one in the fridge for tomorrow. Um, they have now Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. Diet Mountain Dew, and Mountain Dew Zero. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do a taste test. I was gonna see which one. You know, if we could determine. I will say the I difference. Do, Mountain Dew Zero is one of the well, few sodas. Or um, diet, diet Mountain, Mountain Dew, yeah, is it one did of just the few sodas. Yeah, zero just came out. That the diet is as good, if not better, than the original product. So I personally think that Diet Seven Up, because I'm old, 
Diet 7-Up mm-hmm. is better than regular 7-Up. Not Diet Sprite, although Diet Sprite's very good. Like, Sprite Zero is really mm-hmm. good, especially if it's, like, hella cold. Mm-hmm. But Diet 7-Up <coughs> is awesome. Uh, Diet Dr. Pepper Diet is Dr. just, Pepper like, friggin' really monster. Yeah. Diet uh, Dr. Pepper 10, yeah. the, like, Diet Dr. Pepper that was for men, was their, like, marketing right. push, was better than Dr. Was Pepper. better than Dr. Was Pepper. fucking yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But then they had that whole questionable marketing campaign where it's like, Dr. Pepper 10, it's not for women, was the actual tagline of the soda. And people kind of got a little upset about that. My favorite, my favorite Dr. Pepper thing is the, uh, is, is the, 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 the little sweet. Yeah. The, the pr- prince. Pr- and it's prince. It's totally supposed to be prince, but. Hey, so the Super Bowl is on Sunday. It is. You think we're going to get any fucked up commercials? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I like? Puppy Monkey Baby. I fucking hate Puppy Fuck Monkey Puppy Baby. Monkey I Monkey like Baby. Puppy Monkey Baby. We're not going to get any Star Wars uh, trailers, I'll tell you that. Nope. No, that's a, that's a good Wait, question. Wait, really? We don't have any news? No one's going to talk about how Kenobi's been pushed? I mean, I was going to mention that. Um, like, so, I do fast food news. So, Kenobi... So, I'll talk about Kenobi because <laughs> I do Star Wars news. You know what I don't need more of in my life? Fast what? food Peach-flavored goddamn Mountain Dew. <laughs> that's pretty vile. Um, yeah, Kenobi got... But I do want it. Kenobi got paused indefinitely, um, but I think for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not upset about it. Um, they And it's pushed, and they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, you know what? Maybe it's, they'll just make a movie. It's for much the same that they were going to do that in the first place. Yeah, well, maybe they were got back to thinking they were straight idea. From what I understand, idea. from what I hear, they're going to end up condensing it down from like seven episodes now to four episodes. I don't know why or where that comes from. He wouldn't stop busy making the Kenobi movie. I don't know, but um, we're not gonna talk about how EA plans to or is rumored to be planning a remake of Kotor that fits with current canon. I did see that. I did see that, uh, but I wanted to finish talking about Kenobi first. Um, well, you were like, I don't have any news. No, no, what news? You brought it up. Um, sorry, so Joe, I don't have any fast food hot. Dogs. I can, I can talk about. The They're shutting it down because the scripts aren't any good. Right. Yeah. It's the same as it's the same as Nintendo pushing Metroid Prime. Yep. Hey, which which yeah. I which I which I, I have I have zero problem with them being like, hey, we read the scripts for this show and they're trash. We're gonna give you a better product. Yep. So speaking of you, McGregor, um, I read a review of the Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey, Birds movie. of Prey, and mm-hmm. the Emancipation of and, Harley Quinn, and supposedly Ewan McGregor is hysterical in that movie. I, looking at the trailers, I, I assume that he is just a a. Scenery chewing. chewing, yep. <laughs> yeah, supposedly like he. I, so evidently the movie. Hey, okay, by me. So yeah. evidently the movie was a lot of fun. Yeah, I so I'll, I'll, I'll go see it. Um, and he does wear the black skull at one point. He wears mm-hmm. the black mask, so it's not. You know, everyone's like, "Well, he doesn't have a black mask on." It's like, yeah, he wears it every. You know, I'm but, assuming the tail end of the movie slash post credit scene is it being glued to his face. Something, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd watch it. Also, I read something about like. The, the Batman reboot, I mm-hmm. they might be doing, like, a Batman reboot, like, starting from the beginning oh of Oh, boy, Batman. we get to see his parents get dead again. I feel like that might not happen. I feel like it, but they, they might be year one a little bit. I did I did see some uh, pictures from the set of Colin Farrell's Penguin. Yeah. Uh, and his, his uh, funky facial hair. Yeah. It's very, uh... It's very interesting. I love Colin Farrell, so, like... Bring it on. That cast is awesome. That cast is awesome. That 
Colin Farrell is in one of my favorite random movies ever, and that's fucking In Bruges. In Bruges is a great movie. I love that movie. I would He's not one of my favorite think. lines, but we're not allowed to say some of the words that are used. No, no really not. <laughs> um, so you said He's you had... not who I always think is Bill Hader. I know no, that. No. So you had you had some goofy news? Yeah. So uh, cancel the fucking apocalypse, guys. Life-sized Gundam to take its first giant steps in Japan this fall. Oh, yeah, I did see this article. So uh, this is going on with, uh, let's see. Uh, they're, they're building this place called Gundam Factory, Yokohama. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, from this article here, uh, per the Forbes report, and this comes to me by Sci-Fi Wire, but they're themselves quoting a Forbes report here. Right. Uh, the 59-foot tall machine won't actually be free-roaming, but will be attached to a support mechanism at the waist to avoid it falling over. Uh, okay. As an added precaution, members of the public won't be able to personally pilot the Gundam, which will be controlled via remote. Um, so, a life-sized Gundam will be literally walking in Yokohama, Japan, this October as part of a project. Hmm. Um, based at Yamashita Pier, the Gundam factory sounds like a fully immersive theme park experience that also includes classes, shops, conference spaces, and limited edition products. Um, yada, yada, yada. They, they're bringing up Pacific Rim too much, I guess. That's because, well, realistically, Pacific Rim is the Gundam for people that don't know what Gundam is. If you don't know what Gundam is, and I say Pacific Rim, you might get Yeah, yeah you, might, you might have a better idea. Sure. Uh, or whatever that... What was that video game? Uh, Titanfall, that's the one. Titanfall, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. But, um, by the way, you said what video game, and I was thinking about what mech video game, and I was about to get super esoteric and say Virtua On. See, I was about to be a total idiot and be like Gundam Dynasty Warriors. That's the thing. Uh, <laughs> but if they didn't know what Gundam was, they wouldn't know Gundam. Are you familiar with Virtua On? Virtua On was, uh, it was a game for the, um, it was an arcade game, but it was also a game for the Dreamcast, mm. the Sega game. And it was like Virtua Fighter, but you were mechs. Oh, okay. It was actually a lot of fun, and it was, but it was more, it was three D. And I always forget. It it, it it was like a much more like it was shot farther out. There was a PS four, uh, not mm. PS four. There was an Xbox game. Xbox that, original. Yeah, that had mechs, but the mechs had like computer, like AI co-pilots, but those were animals. Like, they, they weren't animal brains or anything. They just had, like, icons of animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I'll figure it out, and I'll bring it up in the second half of the episode, <laughs> I'm sure. But so tickets for admission to the Gundam Factory are expected to go on sale in July. The experience is opening in October 2020 and running through early October 2021. So, Joe, you want to go to... Want to go to Japan? I have always wanted to go to Japan. You go to Japan with me in uh, October? Ah, oh, shit, that's rocky season. You want to go to Japan with me? Like, <laughs> also, that's way too soon for us yeah. to be planning a trip to Japan. Um, uh, what's your next spring looking like? I have no idea. We'll figure that out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to take it personally that, uh, you know, I'm you know not invited to Japan, but that's okay. Would you like to go to Japan? <laughs> I'd love to go to Japan. I mean, I'm just saying that... I mean, I have... This trip was predicated on I... Gundam and anime things and you you've made it quite clear where you stand on that front so 
<laughs> Listen, I, I, I would, I would, I will absorb the culture of a, of, of, a, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I can list off the top of my head my news articles that I found if we're talking about things out of Japan. All right. Uh, hey, yeah, give me some Japan news. It was uh, McDonald's in Japan is uh, starting to do um, rice patty buns. Okay. Uh, so they're like these grilled buns with like soy sauce made completely out of rice. And it's uh, apparently... I'd eat that. Everybody in Japan is flipping the fuck out over it like they're super excited and all are going to be swarming mcdonald's when it's released and uh kfc japan oh shit the, is, the japanese take kfc fucking serious uh, kfc is now the japanese christmas tradition yeah. yeah it's so they're releasing a chicken sandwich that is topped with deep fried cream cheese balls oh. i would eat that as well did you see that they're like that like they're gonna like um, try like a Beyond chicken at KFC. Oh yeah, like a, a meatless chicken. But like I, I hear they're doing something in Japan with that, um, and they showed like graphics of the bucket. It's like a bucket. Oh yeah, and it's hmm. green instead of red. It's like green stripes instead of red. No, I remember green. actually fairly yeah. recently hearing yeah. something. Somebody in like America, KFC related. Yeah. In, Somebody in America is also walking back. It might have been Popeyes. Is had plans to do a meatless chicken, at least sandwich form, and they're walking back and not going to do it anymore for some reason. But another bit of fast food news, but it's kind of localized. Um, there's a chain of uh, it's like the southern, um, the southern White Castle called mm-hmm. Crystal. Oh yeah, um, they're going bankrupt and they're closing all their restaurants, oh. which is fine because um, I mean I used to eat Crystal when I was drunk down south because when were you drunk down south? My sister lives in Atlanta. I used to eat down uh, south yep. all the time. You got me on that one. Um, I haven't had White Castle in a real oh, long fuck. time. What did I eat when oh, I was in anyway, Atlanta? You know, it's it's vile. They were vile, and I'm glad they're closing. Jim, what what fast food chain did I eat at when I was in Atlanta? Bojangles. No, really good burgers. <coughs> Big old fuckers. Hardee's. Hardee's. No, no. Not in and out or like, burger. They're not down no, there. No, it's like in a... in a. Was it Vortex? You went to the, it's not fast food. That's a, there's only three of those. Um, no, this was like in... Checkers? In that... Checkers! Oh, Checkers is a... Checkers is the one. There used to be a Checkers on Route 6 in Bristol. Yeah, but... Checkers is good. But I don't think it's there anymore. No. I'm, like I'm pretty sure yeah. that, like, they, that was the whole thing. You gotta, you gotta get... A little farther south to start seeing checkers. It's like that Not was super far. They're, that was my my buddy know. Josh's uh, big thing when we went down to Atlanta for Dragon Con, which would love to go back. I go. Um, I would do that. I would do that in a minute. There was a fast wall, food wall, chain wall, that I didn't realize. God, I loved it. Was still was in Connecticut that I drove Sonic. past the other day. I don't remember what's what that. It was. I, I drove past... Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Were, wait, were you in Wallingford and you drove by a Duchess? No. Because there's no, a... No, I knew Duchess There's a random cause... Duchess in, in Wallingford and one, a random um, one in fucking Orange. They were driving yeah. around? Yeah. I used to go to UNH. There. That was right down the street from that Duchess yeah, in Orange. That fucking Duchess, yeah. Um, no, I don't, you, I don't you remember what it was. No, what? I didn't have it. I drove past Where it. Where were you? I don't remember... <laughs> I just remember driving past it and looking at Janine and going, I didn't know they had those in Connecticut. And she went, I don't even know what that is. I don't remember what it was. Sonic. 
They closed the Sonic on Route Six in Bristol. They did. I think we still got ours up in Manchester. You do. There's a there's we, a couple. Well, schools. they closed the one in. And, and, so, sorry for those of you that are not, are not from the region. Uh, they closed. They closed the one in Bristol not because I mean because they they were built they were doing the road work there for so long yeah. and then they were build, building the goddamn LA Fitness people yeah. couldn't get in and that bums me out because you know what even on keto. Man, every now and then a diet cherry limeade oh, is where it's fucking at. Oh, man. good cherry limeade. Because you the ice, I, it's all about yeah. the fucking ice. Yeah, every time I hear cherry limeade, I just think of, um, I think of, fuck, why can't I remember the name of that band now? Satirical metal band. Um, Tenacious D? No. Uh, more, more metal. Um, they have that song about uh, beer is good, beer is good. Oh, I know that song. Psycho Stick. Psycho Stick. Psycho Stick. Every time I think of Cherry Limeade, I just think of one of the skits on that album where they're going to like, they pull into a Sonic and they're they're trying to order a death burger, a death burger with cheese and fries and nachos and sausage. And it's just like people yelling from the back and just adding more things. And then when they, they finally come on and say, we don't have a death burger, we could give you a cheeseburger. He says, he'll just take a, a large cherry limeade. I mean, cherry limeade's fucking good, though. Yeah, cherry limeade's good. My wife used to like to get the strawberry one because it had like the actual yeah, strawberries and like that. It, I agree. Uh, cherry limeade's where it's at. That's 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 the bee's knees. So. Oh, I was gonna. So it's the witch's tits. Actually, though, talk about Dragon Con and tying back to Max and Gundam. Yeah, I forget if I told you guys like. By so, the way, Gen Con tickets went on sale this week. So when I went down, I'm not to, going. When I went down to Dragon Con, yeah, which I think actually at this point I probably missed the uh, hotel block booking for this year for Dragon Con. If I was in a better relationship with my sister, right, I I would just stay there and, and go in at going every day. And so uh, it's like twenty five minutes. So I didn't do a lot of cosplay. I think I was the Joker for all of like half a day when I went mm-hmm. down. It's too warm down there. Well, it's <laughs> not even that it's too warm. I spent most of my day inside, and actually. The half a day I was the Joker, I had fun just sowing general chaos around the convention. Because I wound up going... I, I was it in the later half of the day. Yeah. So it was starting to get dark out, and people were moving from con to just... Oh, I know the story you're about to tell, and yes. Bars, and I'm outside having a cigarette on a, on a balcony level, above a bunch of people partying, mm-hmm. just down on the ground, like DJs playing things. And I just... Start flicking my Joker cards off of there, and watching them spiral down. And I remember watching the this one dude and a couple of his friends walk over because they saw this thing fluttering down. And they pick it up, and I see them look at it, look up, look at each other, and look up to see me, the Joker, up above them, just watching them discover this card. <laughs> you know, they pointed at me. I gave them one of my best Mark Hamill impression laughs, which. I would do, but I can't do because it's too loud and your child is yes. upstairs. Because there's only one way to Mark Hamill Joker laugh. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. loud. It's, I also yeah. don't really know. I also don't want to hear it recorded and played back to myself. I also. Because um, it sounds better in my. I also will not do my salacious crumb impression for the exact same reason. But <laughs> so that was fun. That was a whole lot of fun. Uh, just tossing these, making them rain down on this crowd of people dancing. Of course, it was before uh, before everybody started to be a little Joker sensitive and Joker annoyance. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. this was what two years ago. Yeah, but 
what I did do for a large period of time at Dragon Con is I went over to the uh, arcade building. Yeah. And upstairs in the arcade building, they had two two games that I had a lot of fun with. They had a Gundam mm-hmm. game that sat you in a pod, mm-hmm. gave you the control sticks, and it was it was pretty fun. You know, yeah. you just run around, you swipe, and you shoot at things. It was a good time, but the real fun mm-hmm. is they had uh, these mech pods where you get in them, and it was like plopping you down into Mech Warrior. Okay. Like it was actual licensed BattleTech Mech Warrior. Yeah. Mechs, and it was a full VR control pod, and it would be you and like eight other people mm-hmm. in a free for all match, and I did horribly, <laughs> but oh boy, was it fun. So, I remember uh, when I was. Thus ends my story. <laughs> I remember. I remember I was at Gen Con one year. Um, I qualified for the uh, Hearthstone tournament, mm-hmm. and I did really well, really well in the, in the qualification, the qualification round. I did really well. And I was like, "Wow, okay," because I had a decent, I had a decent deck, and you know, so we were doing pretty well. So, got through with Warlocks all day, every day. Listen. Listen, they just keep multiplying, dude. Um, so yeah, I was like, all right, cool. So yeah, I qualified. It's gonna be, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm in the running. Not only was I eliminated in the first round, I was massacred in the first round, and it's like so stereotypical. But I was massacred by a 12 year old Asian kid, and she kicked my ass. She also got far. Like when she killed me, I stayed for the rest of the for that for that leg of the tournament mm-hmm. just to see how far she got. I was like totally rooting her on. It was funny. So, anyhow, um, I don't do any of that. No, I watched a lot of Riverdale. <laughs> and uh, they did they did a whole Satanic Panic uh, theme for this for season three, where they they were playing griffins and gargoyles. Um, but, but it was turning into a cult and everybody was drinking poison and killing themselves because they got too into the game and they started cosplaying and they oh. they started doing all these oh, things. That's something we should watch. Now <laughs> what Mazes and Monsters? Now I know we already did you know, we we already kind of followed up with the with, your sisters we, we, we followed up on John Tron's uh heels with the Howling Two, your sisters aware we like five years after you did that. Yeah, video. And, and a lot and, of uh, people, a lot of people have done that movie. And uh, I know that we also did the Star Wars Holiday Special, but we were always going to do that. And, and everyone, I, th- I think and, that we planned to do that before he did. Yeah, and, and, and everybody does that. Yeah. Too. So, uh, but we could almost follow up on. Uh, oh, fucking the, the, uh, the, the chick track. The, the chick track movie. They, which <laughs> now the important thing is he sat down and I might be reading his sarcasm wrong, but in his video review of it. He seemed to be taking it very seriously. Right. But from what from the clips he showed in his video, I can pick out all of these pop culture references and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh no, the people that made this know what yeah. this is. Right. They're, this is a pure satire of the chick track. But I think we should do that. Uh, you, ready, you ready for like a six degree segue? Yeah. So you were talking about Riverdale? Yeah. So Riverdale yeah. is a show on the CW. Yes, it is. Which share, which is also uh, a show in the Berlantiverse, yeah, which includes Supergirl yeah. and The Flash. Both shows have had many episodes directed by Kevin Smith, 
whose film we're going to watch tonight and talk about. You Perfect think Kevin segue. Bacon calls his nipples bacon bits? Uh, <laughs> if he doesn't, he should. That that was a good segue, because you just six degree Kevin Bacon you your way into this movie. <laughs> and I, Kevin Bacon degreed of Kevin Bacon <laughs> to his nipples. So we're going to watch... Someone um, stop me. I, I cannot be contained. We're going to watch Jay and Silent Bob reboot. And uh, it's I don't know if we're going to really do a review of it, but I want to hey, watch guys. it. Write in and tell me that you love me. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> um, I want to I want to watch I wanted to watch this because I haven't seen it yet. Um, I also want to watch this. I, I wanted want to, to see this. this in theater. Yeah. So did I, and we still could. Um, I will say that Kevin is coming with the Roadshow, but it's totally sold out. Yeah, I bet. So. Hey, um, Kevin Smith, you do a podcast, and uh, so do we. He does eight podcasts. We're we're like the same. Oh, you don't should work. Don't get worry. us into your event. Please. I so I I did um I did tweet him. At least one of the three fat men sitting at this table yeah. will like I don't know offer you something room and board maybe <laughs> yeah, well, yeah actually no that would be dope. Um, um I can't offer that myself but that would be dope. I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll, I'll let you hold my baby. There you um, go. Anyway, um we uh, couch couches did um Tweet Kevin Smith and be like, "Hey, you're gonna be in town. Come be on our podcast." And oh, did you was... do it? Yeah, of course I did. Well, see, when you talk about Couch Crouch just tweeting things, normally I think of Joe tweeting. I did it. Yeah, but you in the 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 strange esoteric tweets that sometimes come out. That's like me tweeting like, "Hey, I haven't tweeted in a while, but guess what? Fuck you. That's me. That's definitely Joe. Hey, yeah. Has Ron Perlman ever gotten in contact with us? No. That's sad. No, the only successful one that we've really had is Angels Envy. Yeah, yeah, Angel's Envy. How you doing? Alright, so, um... Problem is I don't get drunk and tweet via Couch Crouches anymore. No, you don't. <laughs> so, well, you know what we should do? Get drunk as Couch Crouches and tweet as ourselves. At some point we'll do another drunk watch of something. Yeah. Um, Crouching after dark. We, uh... So the reason I, w- I want to watch this because I, I want to see it and I want to watch it with my friends... But uh, I also postponed the beginning of this. I want to discuss. Sorry, Joe. I want to talk about Kevin Smith movies with my friends when we're done and kind of see what we think. Because, you know, I'm 43, Joe, you're 26, and Gonzo, you're you're not 31, are you? No, not yet. You're 30. Yes. So there's different. Shit, when did I turn 30? Last year. Wasn't I just like 23 and doing Cirillo? Maybe. So. How long have we been friends? So talk about that off this. Talk about yeah. So um, you you and I it's been seven years. Um, yeah. Uh, so Kevin Smith might mean different things so to different people. Been seven years. So there you go. We're slightly shorter. Yeah, you and I were friends first. Because you did yeah, Godspell. from Godspell, which yeah. happened like right before producers. So yeah, Godspell happened in the winter, and then producers happened did in the it? summer. I, I thought Godspell was in the spring. I don't think so. I could also be wrong. Well, anyway, hey, remember that time I said talk about it off this? Yeah, we'll, because uh, we wasted so, enough time. So we're How gonna long have we wasted? we're, we're gonna thirty five minutes. Yeah, we're okay. That's fine. It's, hey, you think the memory card's gonna be full as soon as we start talking in our second half again? I already <laughs> checked it. All right. All right, so we're going to watch Jay and Silent Bob, and we'll be back. Goodbye. A reboot, boys, is when Hollywood wants to make a lot of money without the hassle of creating a new movie. So they take an old movie and change just enough to make you pay for the same shit all over again. Those greedy fucking animals. Oh, it's insidious. 
They take a flick you loved as a kid and add youth and diversity to it. For example, name the movie where a robot has secret plans that could help the good guys beat the bad guys and their leader in a black mask by blowing up a giant ray gun in space. Star Wars. No, The Force Awakens. See, now that's what you call a reboot. Nung. Thought that was a sequel. Hollywood doesn't make sequels anymore. Shit, they don't even make squeakles, yo. Studios have given up on new ideas entirely in favor of building multi-movie universes that breed brand-loyal customers from cradle to grave. So if you like Harry Potter, cash Shinigus, you're getting ten fucking more. You like the Fast and Furious flicks? We're gonna drive the franchise into the ground, bitch. Oh, you want another Marvel movie? Here we go. Hey, man, those Marvel movies are a triumph of cinema. I live on those Marvel movies. I live for those Marvel movies. I watch those Marvel movies more than I watch Pornhub, and I come twice as hard doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually waited for you to finish that countdown before I had to cough. Yeah. That was not wise of me, but... Hello, <laughs> listener. <laughs> you alright, Joe? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> So as it turns out, an hour and 45 minutes was not enough time to calm me back down. <laughs> Evidently not. Uh, even though we're rocking 11.02 p.m., only one hour to see if the depressive low hits. <laughs> Someone please take this away from me. <laughs> Come on. So we watched a movie. Yeah. I like that movie. That was a good movie. That was a fun movie. It was a very enjoyable movie. That movie was about itself, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. Because um, I identify Kevin Smith's movies with very specific points in my life. Not when they came out, but what they're about. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when he made the movies, he's a couple years older than me. He's, right. he's 48 and I'm 43. Um, so, or he's 40, he's 40, he's 49, 48 or 49. He was born. He was born nineteen seventy six years uh -huh. old with me, and so he's he's forty eight right now. Um, he um, it's like Clerks. Mm -hmm. When I saw Clerks, when it first came out, yeah, when it first came out, he's forty nine. Forty nine, yeah. I was working. Um, at that point, one of my jobs was I was a clerk at a drugstore mm -hmm. at a Brooks Pharmacy, selling cigarettes and and yeah. You know, and, and, you know, and you don't even, I didn't even identify with that movie because that's what the guy did for the job. It was right. kind of the relationships and, and the, you know, insipid people you meet in life. And then moving on, Clerks 2 is about turning 30. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've actually watched that movie. You should watch that movie now, Gonzo. Mm -hmm. Like, you should rewatch that film now. You'll realize that, mo that movie is about turning 30. And I saw that movie when I just hadn't been 30 very long. Mm -hmm. This movie, the whole fucking Affleck scene, mm -hmm. it's like that you're describing my life right now. So is this you're a describing time? a point in my life. Is this, is this a good time for my seven hour rant about Batman v Superman? <laughs> if you can condense it into seven seconds. Fucking. I cannot. However, that being said, I still will never disagree with you again. That horses are a metaphor for terrorism. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. So, so, 
though so just those films I mean fucking dogma I went to Catholic I went to Catholic school mm-hmm. I wrestled with faith my entire life that fucking movie comes out I'm like oh my god someone like here's a guy who is a very faithful person you can mm-hmm. tell you get this yeah. So I love dogma so He's much. very Catholic, but he really hates the Catholic Church. Yeah. He's very Catholic, but hates the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. He finds it silly. Mm-hmm. And it is. A lot of it oh, yeah. is. You, you know, I can't speak for you because I know you're not a particularly... I'm talking to Gonzo. I keep forgetting. It's, it's, yeah. it's an audio medium. Like, you, you're not a particularly wrote religious person yet you're a very spiritual person they we do not have enough time in this podcast exactly. for me to get into it exactly whereas joe and i pretty much we can sum it up in like five sentences catholic <laughs> that that was a word catholic. that wasn't even a sentence catholic what what was the subject of that <laughs> sentence you know what but for like like i could say with me like i'm catholic all the mysticism, none of the politics. Like, like honestly, like all of the mysticism is kind of a, a, a sarcastic. Oh no, term, no, no! But I'll I, go with it. I was raised Catholic. There's a reason I'm into the occult, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's, there, there. I mean, the That's highest like, form of sorcery, man. I, uh, I watched that. Um... That uh, Two Popes movie, that Netflix. Movie. Oh, how was it? That movie's fucking awesome. I heard it was really uh, good. Two Popes movie. Yeah. What's yeah. it about? It's about um, when Pope Benedict stepped down. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was he was Palpatine Pope, right? Yeah, and then yeah. Obi, and then and then Obi Pope. And then we got stepped and up. then Francis. Yeah. And then we, we got, we got a Catholic it's, wizard. It's about Pope the Frank. relationship between the two of them. They um, had a relationship. Not a romantic one. All right, because I'm saying that like that's back under review now. But there's a scene of the two of them drinking uh, Fanta and eating pizza in one of the back rooms of the Vatican. Ah, because one's a Nazi for the Fanta, <laughs> and one's an Italian <laughs> for the no, pizza. He's not Italian; he's South American. But it's, it's still, it, it, it's it a fantastic, worked. it's a it fantastic worked. scene of Anthony Hopkins. But you know what? They'll take the Fanta. Take yeah, the I'll Fanta take Nazi that. thing. And Why you get did it. I think that he was? Ita- I think it's just because he's the Pope, and I yeah. think of the Pope as Italian, and with the one notable exception of the Nazi. Um, and the Pope that was the Pope for the majority of your life was not Italian. Listen, he's the Pope. He's Italian. The, the, the Pope for the majority of your life was Polish. I mean... Uh, he's he's the Pope. He's Italian. Exactly. Actually, you know what, though? The Pope for the majority of my life was Polish, too. Like The, the Vatican City is technically not a part of Italy. It's its own... The Pope it is, is Italian. It is its own country. Yeah. In fact, there hasn't been an Italian pope. Which the, I have chosen a very weird hill to that, die upon, but this movie, is the hill I will die upon. The movie upon. opens up with Pope Francis trying to get a ticket to fly to South America. Now is it real Pope Francis? And, yeah. and they ask him... It is? Because um, our pope now is Pope Francis. No, but no like, in the movie, no, it's no, not. It's, no, that's uh, what Jonathan I was asking. Price. I want to know if Pope Francis was in this movie. Oh, Jonathan... He is. At the, at the end, they show the actual Pope Benedict and Pope Francis... Talking to each other, so um, Jonathan. I don't know who played who. So yeah, so wait, Anthony wait, Hopkins plays Pope. Wait, where's Pope Francis from? He's from. He's from uh, South America, Brazil or Buenos Aires. Yeah, it's Argentina. Yeah, and he immediately followed the Nazi. Uh-oh. Wait, no, he's not Uh-oh. Argentina. Uh oh, did I just? No, yeah, he's Argentinian. Watch out! They're gonna send the secret <laughs> police after me because um, I figured it out. Not only him. have I admitted to being an occultist in the same breath as talking about the Pope, but I figured out the. 
Oh, it's, is this uh, bad, man? It's him trying to get a plane ticket, and he, he gives his name, and they're like, you mean like the Pope? And he's like, yes, like the Pope. And they're like, okay, what's your postal code? And he's like, I don't really know. It's it's Vatican City. And they're like, okay. And then they hang up the phone on him. Shit, he's Argentinian. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So, so we had There's the German really... Nazi Pope. And the Argentinian Pope. By the Argentinian Pope. There's... And now you're telling me that they're old friends... No, they're so they were. I don't like They this, butt Jim. heads they, with they, each other they, for yeah, a very actually, long time. Actually, in the Catholic Church, they did um, not get along. And uh, Pope Benedict was very against having this guy become the next pope until they sort of started talking more and started getting to know each other. The Palpatine's against you. Then, and uh, Pope Benedict all of a sudden became this very like, no, the Church needs a guy like you to come step in because we fucked it all up. Because Francis wanted to retire. That's what, oh, yeah. That's what the movie is about, is Father Borgoglio, or mm-hmm. however you pronounce his name, wanted to retire and wanted to step down and couldn't do it without the Pope's consent. And the Pope was like, I can't have you retire because you're going to replace me. And it's a very interesting movie. I'm going to watch a fucking movie. It would be, but now... They're gonna, I'm going to get got, man. Let's get back to Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get got. Let's get back to Kevin anyway. Smith. <laughs> Before, yeah, yeah, we're freaking, freaking me out before the Catholic Chong. brown shirts come to take out Gonzo. My favorite cameo in this movie was Tommy Chong. Just yeah. he had he had the <laughs> that whole of course. Scene. <laughs> I give the dog a twenty dollar bill. It didn't go well at all, man. I like that. That was good. Oh yeah, spoilers. Movie's yeah. been out for like months. I also I also did love who did they uh, cast for Cockknocker? They never did. That was the point. You never saw Cockknock. Yeah, but who do you think they would have cast? Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I was thinking they would just bring Mark Hamill back. Yep. Yeah. I did I did like the Ben Affleck not remembering what uh, Martha Wayne's <laughs> name Martha was. Followed up by the immediate turn to camera. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, you know, it, it was a Kevin Smith movie. Oh, yeah. It, and it, it is very... I wouldn't say it's reliant on you knowing Kevin Smith's other work. Oh, I disagree. It definitely is reliant. It is I 100%. Say, I don't think it's reliant. This movie becomes 10,000 times funnier if you understand the references that they're making. You may, okay, I'll buy that. But I can't imagine going into that movie having never seen a Kevin Smith movie and not being almost completely lost. Yeah. Because everything that happens... It all makes sense to us. Yeah. Why does he do this? Why does he do that? What the fuck does Snoogans mean? What the fuck is this? I love... I did my... Ooh, I was a huge fan of that Chasing Amy throwaway, though. (laughs) Just that one right there. Are you even familiar with the story? (laughs) You were in it. (laughs) Just... Not even that follow-up. I didn't even need that. Just the immediate... Are you even familiar with the story of Chasing Amy? Cause it's it was perfect, just mm-hmm. excellent quip. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm gonna have to watch it again to to figure out exactly if I even want. I I, I try. I, I'm not someone that likes to rank movies that often. All I can rank Star Wars movies like mm-hmm. it's my job. Um, but I really enjoyed that film. Um, I enjoy the fact that it's a that it was a it was. It's not a reboot, but it's a reboot. You know, it's, you know, so. But it's, now he's. It's a, but it's not a reboot. Exactly. That's the point. Right. It's a sequel. Yeah. Um, now he's gone back and is going to start writing 
uh, Clerks 3 again. Mm. So he wrote Clerks a while ago and was going to try to make it, but... Um, 25 years ago? No, no, he wrote Clerks 3 oh, a while ago. I thought ago. you were talking about yeah. oh, it was 25, you know, 25 years ago, yeah. It was the original Clerks, but he wrote um, Clerks 3, and Jeff Anderson, who plays uh, Randall, mm-hmm. didn't like it. Right. And decided not to be in it. And Kevin picked it back up after his heart attack. Mm-hmm. And he's, he read the script and he's like, I could never make this film. Right. It's just me in a different place in my life, a place I didn't like. Mm-hmm. It's a really bitter film. So I'm rewriting it. So we'll see if that happens. Um, I like that movie. Yeah. yeah. I like that movie. You know, for... We have some younger listeners. We do. Some younger, and by younger, I mean like... Hi, Steven! Like y'all's age. Um, who may not be familiar with Kevin Smith? Steven films. is younger than me, so... I, is he younger than me? He's younger I think than he's younger. He might not be. He might not. I have no idea. Never asked him his age. I, mean, I believe that he's younger than me. But I will say, I know that there are younger people here. If, if, For the if, purpose of this episode, Steven is younger than me. If you're not familiar with Kevin Smith's films... Um, first of all, what are you listening to a podcast like this for then? I mean, um, well, cause we didn't, t- I suppose that they would be in the description episode title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never mind. There's so. definitely a lot of Kevin Smith films that I, I love in this movie. Them just shitting on cop out constantly. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he has a comedy special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Smith does and ironically enough a comedy special he has they were going to do two tapings of it but they went through the first one and they figured it was okay and then at the, at the venue he had the heart attack Right. Um, he tells a really funny story about how one night Bruce Willis just called him and they talked for hours mm-hmm. and it was just like do you even know who this is <laughs> like you know was, so um, but yeah, you just shout on Cop Out. Um, I love you know, how everyone's just like, yes, and God looks just like Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun movie. Um, I'm going to recommend that if you haven't seen this film, uh, you haven't seen any of Kevin's movies, you don't watch this movie until you've seen at, at, least, least, yeah. at least Clerks, um, Chasing Amy, Clerks 2... And Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Like those. That's the bare minimum. I would honestly, if you if you only ever watch one Kevin Smith movie, my favorite Kevin Smith movie is Clerks Two. But if you ever watch one Kevin Smith movie, you have to watch Dogma. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's um, it's. I feel like it's a moral imperative. So that like, I think every child should be issued a copy of Dogma when they <laughs> when they enter the eighth grade. You know. I think no, I watched Dogma when I was in sixth grade, but it was middle school. <laughs> I mean, I I went to go see Clerks. Um, I was seventeen. I went to go see Clerks. I saw Clerks. Um, it didn't get a first run. It didn't get like a big first mm-hmm. run theater in the air, but it was at Real Artways. Mm-hmm. It was either Real Artways or Cine Studio at Trinity okay. College. I saw yeah. it at. And I remember it was I it was a double feature, it was a double feature. It was Clerks, and Kids. Here's the movie Kids. No. Kids is the most. Isn't that the one where the the vapor leaks from the 
for that's that clear the thing, and they turn into say, black I'm eyes. I've never no. seen the children. Kids, kids is a, one of the most disturbing movies you'll ever watch. Um, it's it, isn't that it's, the one where they're cannibalistic humanoid <laughs> underground dwellers? Listen, that movie. I, it makes me so angry. Not kids, Chud. That movie makes me so angry. You want to know what makes me so sad about that movie? Is we'll never watch that again with Joe. Who, if Joe watched Joe that movie, needs to see that. If movie, Joe though. watched Chud, he would be yelling about it for the rest of his life. Every time the the movie came up, he'd be like, "That motherfucking movie! That a fucking motherfucker!" I, Joe. Yeah. You know me. Yeah. You know my tolerance of god-awful movies. Yeah. I, for one, enjoy Ice Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but you do. But Joe. Yeah. Chud is a movie about nothing that goes nowhere and takes the long way to a resolution I've heard this. that has fuck and all okay. to do with the plot. First of all, you are incorrect. It never gets to a resolution. Well, they blow up. They blow up the one guy who wasn't even mentioned <laughs> until the last ten minutes. But nothing gets resolved. No, okay. there's still chuds. There's still chuds crawling around, but everyone's Listen, like, oh, it's done now. If it makes you feel better, I will watch Chud at some point. With me? Sometime. No, we, I need, will, we need to be there I for will each put other. myself through it again for you. This would be what, like the tenth time you've seen Chud? How many times have you watched Chud? No, I've watched it counting the last time three, so that'll okay. be my fourth. I I remember pretty much the entire movie. I, I remember seeing I, I Chud. I did not need to see it. I remember seeing Chud when I was a little Has kid. Has Kevin Smith ever done an episode about Chud? Does he talk about Chud? I don't what do you so. think his feelings on Chud are? Kevin Smith, at me. We should, we should at be, me, at couchcrouches, we should, we should, slash gonzo.com. We, we should tweet him and ask him. Give me, give me that hot Chud. That, I should have thought that phrase out before I said it. Um, give me that hot chud. Tweet, oh. tweet at me. Slide in my DMs. Give me that hot chud. I'm, I'm embracing it now. This is, this is my final form. I, um. What are you doing, Joe? Are you, are you, I'm are you at that Kevin Smith? You gonna ask How do you him feel what, about chud? I really want to know. At Kevin Smith. I really want to get his hot take on Chud. Yes, to say. And by the what? way, by the way, uh, Joe, then you'll follow it up with a link to this episode. I don't think he needs to hear us talk about his movie. I disagree. Maybe he does need to hear us talk about his movie. Kevin Smith, do you want to hear us talk about your movie? At me. <laughs> Give me that <laughs> But no, seriously, I want to. I, I would Dude. love, absolutely love, love to know your your opinion on Chud. Just in and general. hey, you're coming to Connecticut. No, you don't need to give me free shit. No, I, I know that I said in the first act. I don't act, want free shit. I know that I said in the first act, but it'd be great if you did. I don't want free shit. I just want to talk to you for ten minutes, maybe, on on, on, on I mean, on according to this movie, if we just show up, then we have a pretty decent chance, because they just let anybody into anywhere, anytime. You don't need a pass. Yes, but Hollywood is fiction. But that's the point, so... <laughs> oh, no, you don't need a pass. You walk, you walk where you want to go, and you look like you belong there. You get in anywhere, man. It's true. So Mandalorian, <laughs> you you want you want to be not bothered at work? Just walk around with a couple papers in your hand, looking pissed off. People assume you're busy. Don't talk to you. I mean, that's how I get by at work most days. Yeah, is I just sort of click around on my screen. For Dilbert a while. invented that. 
Well, Dilbert didn't invent that. Douglas Adams, though, I believe, wrote a very long scholarly article about it. Garfield invented lasagna. No, but he did. He didn't do that. But he did invent not liking Mondays. <laughs> did he? Garfield was the original meme. <laughs> you remember when o- Odie was not owned by John? No, Odie was his friend Lyman's dog. Is that from the cartoon or is that from it's the, from the uh, comics. comics? Oh fuck me! It's from man. the comics, man. John had a friend named Lyman. Yeah, L Y M A N. Look it up. <laughs> Type into your phone right there. Google Garfield. Lyman. Garfield Lyman. Yeah. Who did we ever see? Did we ever see Lyman? Oh yeah, he was in the comics. They like were roommates. Oh, there's. If I Google it, the uh, autocomplete of Garfield Lyman is Garfield Lyman theory, Garfield Lyman basement. So we don't talk about that. <laughs> but you you look at that. Odie was Lyman's dog, and Garfield hated him. So what I, the fuck is this man? Yeah. I will say. Yeah, that's Lyman. I fucking told you. teeth. That's not teeth. That's a mustache. Where's his mouth then? He's a Garfield character. They don't have mouths until they talk. That's not true. John has a mouth. He John doesn't have a mustache. So come on, Joe. I want John used to smoke a pipe. I wanna. I wanna. And in one famous comic, Garfield also smoked that pipe. I wanna assure everyone, regardless, we're, we. I've gotten sidetracked by Lyman. We did hey, not. We hey, did. Kevin Smith, what are your emotions about Garfield Lyman? At me. At Twitter.gonzo. No one's going to believe us when I say this, but we not only did we not get a contact high from that movie that we just watched, none of us have done any drugs. This is just what happens when the three of us get together, we get silly. I missed you last week, Joe. After decades of absence, Lyman made his big comeback on the Garfield Show story arc Long lost Lyman. In this continuity, it is revealed he was a wildlife photographer. He had gone to Australia and searched for a mythological creature, but suddenly disappeared without a trace. When John Garfield and Odie went to look for him, they found him dressed as that creature. Lyman explained that he never contacted them because there was no way he could. Lyman decided to stay in the jungle to protect the wildlife from poachers, but does not promise to but does promise to visit whenever he can. He has not been seen since. Yeah. You listen, he he was a staple of the early Garfields. I don't know why I know that. Why does he look like a... Don't ask me thing. why I know that. He looks just horrible. There's only, in my opinion, ever been one good Garfield book. And it was called The Nine Lives of Garfield. And it shows Garfield as, like, literally, like... There's a comic of Garfield as a saber-toothed tiger, and it's a com- it's nine different stories, different art styles. Uh, that's even late. That's late Garfield. What do you got? There's like Garfield as a t- as a as a <laughs> as a Viking. I, I can't read it. It says, "Hey Garfield, let's have some fun. I'll hold down. I'll hold Odie down, and you beat him up." I oh, okay. I believe though that's a frame from an actual comic because I don't know they were trying to something. Fucking, I don't know, but that's that's even late era Garfield. Late era Garfield. Yeah, because uh, early era Garfield. Oh man, you ever you you think you've seen early era Garfield? Here's here here you go. It it's Garfield number fucking one, right here. Jim Davis at me. Get me that hot chuck. <laughs> 
this is a thing that I'm saying now and I wish I could stop. But look at that. Look at that right there. This is Garfield number one. That's horrible. That's early Garfield. I hate all of that. That's early yeah, Garfield that's right there. He, um, he looks a lot more like um, the cat than he's supposed to be, though. Do we have did anyone write in so to ask me? No one my did. So what I'm, the fuck? I'm figuring Steven, that. Steven, what's up? Maybe we should just wrap it up. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, I mean, now, at me. Give on, me that hot chud. Now that we're on live. <laughs> um. If people want to learn more and want to ask us to teach them more about Lyman, Joe, how do they get in touch with they us? They can contact us at uh, couchcrouches at gmail.com, facebook.com slash couchcrouches, at couchcrouches on Instagram and Twitter, or they can go to boardpanda.com uh, looking for the article, Someone Shows That Garfield Has a Dark Side by pointing out that John possibly killed Odie's former owner. I told you, Lyman was Odie's former owner. Why does no one believe me? he was possibly killed. So this is not the goofiest episode we've ever had, but it's pretty close. Sarah, how's that new job going? Maybe if I open a dialogue, people will talk to us. (laughs) Well, we'll Someone, please appreciate me. We'll see what happens next week. I need validation. In the meantime. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, I'm on my way down, guys. For Couch Crouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. Fuck on, audience. Why am I the only one saying Joe? Because I'm going to put in music later. I don't want to have to line it up with your doo doo. That's fair. Hey, Joe, I got I to go up for you. True genius of classical Pavlovian conditioning. That every time you hear the word Pavlov, you think of a dog. Huh. It's not wrong.